Welcome to the Outlaw Middle School Podcast. My name is David Miller. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening with us today. Today we have a very special guest with us, our head football coach and our athletic director, Coach Joe Harrington. Coach, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time. I know it is a busy time for you right now. When the uh, calendar switches over from July to August, it is my favorite time of year because it is officially football season. We have football this week. I know the high schools are starting to kick off. You guys are kicking off tonight. Uh, thank you again for joining us because I know you're a very busy man being game day. But the season didn't start just a few weeks ago for you guys. You guys really started about a couple months ago. We're talking late May, early June, going into the summer. So tell me a little bit about how summer workouts were for you, whether that's uh, conditioning, 707s, what that, what that looked like for your team and, and what that process was. Yeah, so we, uh, we had actually our off-season workout started back in February in the mornings. We went twice a week, um, and we were conditioning, you know, just trying to get guys ready, whether they're not – if they didn't play any sports after football season ended in October, uh, if they are conditioning with another sport, we are just making sure we are just doing some, you know, some plyometric stuff to kind of get them ready as we went into spring, um, get them ready for football season. Um, when football – uh, spring football started uh, late April, early May. Uh, we had our, our tri- tryouts, and we ended up keeping 30 players, um, 19 of which ended up being 8th graders and then 11 7th graders, uh, which was kind of a nice surprise because we had only 12 returning 8th graders. Wow. So to add seven, um, we we just weren't sure that was going to happen, and we had a couple kids that were, uh, you know moved into you know, Otwell and um, have proven to be, you know, Good kids that love playing football, working hard, and kind of fit right in with the rest of our guys. And we have a really good group of seventh graders, kids that have some experience playing football. And, um, you know, I've, I've, so after spring season, we uh, we realized we had, you know, we only had 30, but it, it was a good 30. Guys that uh, continue to develop would be, you know, ready to go here on Tuesday nights. Um, you mentioned at the top there about how, you know, July and August – that uh, it's football season. You know, just yesterday, as we were kind of doing our pre pre uh, practice routine, <clears throat> and I'm walking around, I'm telling the guys, "Hey, you know, we get to kick off football season. Middle school, this whole, our our, our whole community, our county, our our country is excited for football season. Absolutely, and, get to set the and tone. We get to kick it off uh, tomorrow night, and I, I think they're excited and ready to go. That's awesome. I know when you go through summer, and, and you've done it, and I have has uh, I have it as well. But you kind of get tired of hitting each other, and you're ready to hit hit the competition, so you're ready definitely for, for game number one tonight. And, and, Coach, this past summer, just like in any summer, this Georgia heat is brutal. I mean, it, we're talking mid to upper 90s, heat indexes and triple digits, so it's been a brutal summer. Tell me a little bit about what did you learn about your team as they go through those summer workouts and conditionings in this brutal heat? What did you learn, if anything, about them? Right. Uh, well, it's a resilient group, you know, um, Certainly, coming from South Florida, we know the brutal summers, and uh, Georgia is really right, right up there with them as far as uh, you know the heat and humidity, and as you mentioned, the heat indices. Um, and again, only having you know a smaller number of kids, a lot of those kids were getting a lot of reps, yeah. you know. And so we would we'd come in at eight, and we'd do our you know our uh, our, our running, you know, um, first thing, mm-hmm. and then after that, we get a little practice period, football specific stuff. And then after that, we would work out. Um, and so that was three hours of work. And we gave them plenty of breaks, making sure they had time to recover. And, um, but 
the, we, we had great effort, um, and um, I, I think our kids got stronger and better conditioned. And one of the coolest things that we did this summer was able to go work out uh, with the Central freshmen awesome. um, in that last couple weeks of June. Yeah. And, you know, we went over there, and that just – our kids just kind of took it to another level of, uh, you know, with their effort and, you know, in front of their coaches, and their coaches were awesome. And it was such a cool thing. So our, I'd say our summer was a – you know, success in that regard, being able to, with our low numbers, you know, not having a lot of uh, opportunity to go against each other sure. during those early days of the summer. Um, but then we got with the high school kids and they, uh, you know, that, that fixed that issue. We had a couple weeks off and then it was regular season yeah. already. Back to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> July 19th. No rest for the weary for sure. So coach, last year you finished three and four, uh, fourth in, in your division. What growth and what steps or strides are you looking for your team to take this year um, going into the 2022 season? So, it, you know, we know that uh, every game could be up in the air this year. <clears throat> um, we certainly like to think we have game plans to um, put ourselves in the best position to win games last year. Uh, but we knew also there are teams that were just very just as well prepared and, you know, slightly uh, – better players, um, and, you know, those games, it showed. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple games that, again, if we have a chance, we'd like to try to pull those out, and they didn't go our way. Uh, you know, versus Riverwatch, we played tonight. It was a very close ball game, 12-7. to mm-hmm. And then versus uh, North, we lost 6-2. to two. So when you ask about kind of the growth, yeah. I'd like to see, uh, I'd like to see us you know, put up some more points on the board offensively. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Coach Eric Roach is our offensive coordinator now, and I think. Um, did you change anything offensively, or still running similar stuff? Or we did. Okay. Um, Don't want to give away too many secrets no. for sure. No. <laughs> um, so I stepped away from offense coordinator yeah. to find somebody who would put some points on the board. I got gotcha. you. And yeah. uh, so we did. We we kind of run just kind of a power read kind of deal. Um, our quarterback is very good at being able to do that, um, and that's. That's kind of, you know, more motion to yeah. get the defense, keep the slow down the defense just a bit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, but we still like an inside, you know, power running game. Yeah. And uh, Try to be physical up front. We do. And we, and we got some kids that can do that. Yeah. So that's, that kind of plays into our hands with our backfield, able to make those reads, and then our, our line hopefully, you know, handling business up front. True. <clears throat> so, Coach, you do open up for Riverwatch. You said you played them last year, 12-7, to 7, so a close game. Uh, but we know in middle school in ball, you know, middle school football every year is kind of its own thing, own identity. Um, you played them last week in the Jamboree. What did you learn from that, and what can you take away and, and go and, and bring to the game tonight? Right. Uh, you know, last year Riverwatch was not a playoff team, but several years going into that, they were. They have a history know, of it, they have, yeah. They have a history of going to the playoffs. Um, very well coached, tough group of kids. Um, I like to say that we, you know, kind of – you know, mirror them in some regards in that respect with just good, tough kids. Um, and so last week, it, it was just, you know, we, we spoke about it earlier, right? It was yeah. like 30 minutes running clock, 20 minutes with our, say, ones and twos, and then mm-hmm. 10 minutes with our, you know, backups after that. Uh, in that 20 minutes, kind of a lot of things happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they scored a touchdown. Um, very next play, they got an interception, you know, and kind of brought the guys in. I was like, look, we, there's – we talked about there's going to be adversity today, you know. So here it is, right in our face. How are we going to respond? And I think we responded well. Yeah. Um, and better to learn in that environment than in you know first half of game one. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I, I expressed that to him, too. I was like, look, this is a scrimmage, you know. How, how are we going to – my biggest thing coming out of that is how are we going to compete and respond to either the highs and the lows. You know, Absolutely. What kind of character are we going to show? We're going to be, you know, keep our sportsmanship, you know, play hard, yeah. stay focused, next play, best play, all that good stuff. Or are we going to, you know, kind of crumble? And yeah. uh, we didn't crumble. Yeah. Um, and it was physical. Uh, as we were kind of talking before the show, yeah. uh, the coach and I were just saying it was, it was physical mm-hmm. in those, you know, two or three series that yeah. we, we went against each other with our ones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he said they're they're excited, and as are we, and uh, as are both of our kids. So it should be very good, very good competitive game tonight. Awesome. Thank you for, uh, so much for sharing that. And, Coach, I do want to get to one last thing before I let you go. Um, your team does a lot in the community. I see them um, a lot on the weekends. Uh, they're doing community service. They're doing service projects. They're just being involved. And, and I know that's a passion for you, and that's something that's been at the forefront of your leadership under your uh, tenure here. Uh, so tell me a little bit about why that's important for for your team to continue to serve and, and do uh, things in our community. Uh, yeah, and, and I first want to say our, our kids are all about it, you know, from their families. And, and, and I'm fortunate that when I was younger, uh, my grandma would take me down in Miami to uh, feed the homeless um, on a regular occasion. Um, she also served with, you know, groups of um, you know, individuals that were recovering mm-hmm. uh, in, in rehab and, um, you know, the services that her and her team were able to provide um, in terms of giving them opportunities to one, one of the ways they you know, kind of, um, you know, one of the things they appreciated a lot of was them going back and helping others. Sure. And it's just, it's just kind of fulfilling. And so when I did that when I was younger and, you know, my grandparents' parents instilled that in me, um, it's just, you know, we, we, we have proof that it sure does feel good. And that's yeah. just, you know, kind of selfishly, right? But, Absolutely. Um, our kids really do step up, you know, and I, and I, I got to mention one of our, our players from last year, his mother, Jennifer Picone, she's always um, alerting us and reaching out in the community to find out when and where that we could be, you know, of service, get our kids involved, whether it be just two or three kids or 10 or 15 kids of the team. Yeah. And, um, Every time we do that, you know, I'm, I'm proud of our kids about how, how they work, how they, you know, uh, you know work together. And, um, you know, I think they leave a, a positive impression. And that, again, you know, feels good. Even if at times where they don't see the people that they're providing the service for, whether it be working in the garden at the place, whether it be at Coming Home Ministries, organizing, you know, some of the donations, yeah. um, they, they do, you know, just – feel a sense of purpose there and what they're doing is giving back and benefiting others less fortunate. So um, I think that's, uh, it, it's, it's worked well and we certainly enjoy it and like to, you know, we're looking for some opportunities to come up here in a couple of weeks. I know we're going to be working with um, our Miracle League on October 29th. Maybe a couple of our teams were or will be yeah. um, as we've done in the past. And that's just, you know, such a, such a cool event and our kids are, Know, excited for those opportunities. No, I, I'm always, you know, I always find it fascinating when I when I flip on social media and I see all the things you guys are doing in our community. It's just great to see giving back, and I do appreciate that. I know you guys serve all well very well, so thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you, Dave. All right, so coach, before I let you go, uh, I have to put you on the hot seat. And for those of you who don't know what the hot seat is, it's a segment we have at the end of every show, and I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Okay. All right. Not predictions. Not predictions. No (laughs) predictions. A series of questions. And what I would like from you is either a one word or one phrase response. Okay. Sounds good. So you ready to join to be on the hot seat? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yes. Here we go. Favorite band of all time. 
Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. Good choice. Favorite go-to snack? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Uh, my daughter would love you. She loves that. <laughs> Favorite TV show? Yellowstone, is that Yeah, I'll that, take that. that. Yeah, streaming. Yeah. Absolutely. That works. <laughs> Best place you've ever been on vacation? Hawaii. Oh, very nice. What part? Uh, the Big Island. Okay. Very nice. And, and Kauai nice. for our honeymoon. Very sweet. Very fortunate. <laughs> All right. The coach you try to model your coaching after? There's, there's a lot, you know. Um, and I don't talk about this enough, but I'm a high school coach, I know. Uh, just is is uh, no tolerance yeah. for anything less than great effort and, you know, conducting yourself in a way that represents yourself, your team, and your family well. Um, yeah, zero tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a little bit more tolerance, I think. But I got At times I feel like I should be. I understand. Yeah. Um, um, so certainly him um, and my college basketball coach also. Um, it was very cool. A couple of years ago, we kind of reconnected through Facebook, actually. Uh, one of our, my former teammates um, still was in touch with him, and he was retiring, so he posted it. And, um, you know, my dad, in that one year I played college with him, um, I just remember my dad saying, hey, if you want to model yourself after anybody, model yourself after him. And uh, that just meant a lot because obviously I also – my dad's my hero. Try to model myself after him, okay. and for him to kind of put somebody, you name another person to kind of be in those shoes of model yourself after, yeah. uh, was huge. So we reconnected just a couple years ago. Awesome. Uh, and um, you know, I shared that with him, and we we just talked about that one year we had together, and it was it was so cool. And now we are, you know, we're friends on social media, and um, it, it's just how he conducted himself awesome. as, as well. Good to hear. Players, so. Um, in your opinion, the greatest football player of all time? You know, there's a lot of canes out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so can I go by position? You go, uh, just pick one. Pick one. Pick one. Oh, and I can t- I'll take college or pro. College or pro. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the most electrifying, you know, I know there's a lot of people up there, but guys I had so much fun watching was Barry Sanders. You know, can't um, get wrong and, with that, right? Right, no. um, and and there's just so many. Um, I, growing up, you know, the way he played football. Now, um, and I, and I think most people agree. You know, Lawrence Taylor was just uh, he, he was re- relentless, you know, gotcha. fearless, and all that stuff. So, um, th- those two guys, great answer, guy. no, <laughs> great guy. offense and defense. I think you're covered. <laughs> great answer there. I think I know the answer to this next question. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Favorite college or pro sports team? Yeah, it's funny. It came up, and I know it's one word answer, but or you know, one phrase. But uh, you know, Miami Hurricanes football. Gotcha. Um, kind of grew up down there in the heyday. We were season ticket holders while they were good. Mm-hmm. You know, we lived at the Orange Bowl on the weekends in the fall, and uh, it only filled up maybe once or twice a year. Yeah, <laughs> but we were there for every one of them. Awesome. And uh, you know, I'm hopeful that we can somehow get back to that level of play because uh, we've been nowhere near it for about 20 years. I think 20 you got the right coach now. in place, and I think, yeah, things are definitely going to be happening in their favor. Uh, favorite movie? Remember the Titans. Awesome. Uh, most memorable football game you've ever been a part of, either as a player or a coach? Okay. Uh, you know what? I would say it was my uh, third year as a, as a head coach down at um, high school in, in Miami. Uh, I'd been there. For a couple of years, new school, and, you know, we opened up and not not a part of Miami where a lot of football was played, oddly mm-hmm. enough. Um, 
and then I left for an opportunity to you know be a defensive coordinator, and then the head coach you know resigned, so I was able to you know fortunate enough to go back. It's a great school, um, and my first two years <laughs> as a head coach for zero and ten. Yeah. No, 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 I understand the struggle. I understand the struggle. That's real, Um, though, yep. um, But, and those kids were 0-10 the year before I got there. So, going into their senior year, uh, they had been 0-30. And and that year, um, we we went 4-6, and and we won. uh, First game we won was against a rival. The second game we won was a safety at the last second, so that was exciting. Uh, third game we won was down to the last second where we had to recover an onside to win it. So each win, you know, you don't win any games. If you're going to win, they're going to be close, right? Absolutely, <laughs> so, yeah. You're going to be nail biters yeah. for sure. <laughs> so yeah. the last one um, was against our rival, the school we opened up to relieve. Myself, three other coaches had coached at that school. The former head coach was on our staff. So there's a lot of, you know, pent up. We had actually won, so people were thinking it might be a good game. Yeah. And, and it was. Good. And um, and that's the first time we had beaten that team and you know, ever, really, because we were only a five-year school yeah. at that point. And so um, and we had been there, you know, little little brother, and had to listen to all that noise. And, and for our kids who had gone through the three years of not winning the game, to be having a somewhat of a successful season and, and then to end it by beating our rival in an exciting game, of course, down to the wire again. Yeah. Um, I still have to say, you know, that was, uh, that was awesome. Like, oh. um, I guess it, 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 here making the playoffs as a coach at Johns Creek high school, certainly the thrill of that from, uh, you know, a week of preparing yeah. and playing against Valdosta that didn't go our way, but that was, uh, it, it, just as thrilling went down to the wire too it's amazing when I've talked to coaches who are at your level when you've been a head coach at a you know at a high school or middle school just a head coach in general um, and a player that those coaches get more from when their kids seeing their kids succeed than when they did as a player you know like you have those moments in high school where we all live in our high school glory days I know I do because that's the level I went to but I didn't get anything past that but as a coach you get more from just seeing the success of your players, you know, more than, than you did your individual success. That just means a lot. And so any coach I've ever talked to that, you know, I've asked about their playing days or the coaching days, their, their joy is as a coach and seeing their kids have success, that just means a lot. So I think you reiterated that point today. Thank you. And then one last question for you, one word that you use to describe your team right now. Hungry. Awesome. Awesome. Coach, thank you so much. I know you're a busy man. Good luck tonight against Riverwatch. Good luck on the rest of the season. We do hope to have you on throughout the season as we're talking about some Otwell wins. And, uh, again, thank you again so much for for joining us today. Thank you guys very much. This is super cool, as we were talking about before. Looking forward to coming on again. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you as well for listening. This is Mr. Miller reminding you that we are all better together. Thanks again for listening.